We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Man, Bernstein and Holmes, best show in radio. I love it, boys. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. Just the best! I'm very excited that compassion and empathy took over. When we talk about the game of football, especially a game that's important, it becomes about green. And you forget that it's more so about blood. That was Ryan Clark on ESPN last night. A lot of people distinguished themselves with some really, really good coverage last night. Careful coverage. And uh, one person who also was right in front of all of this as it was happening, taking it all in and describing the scene, joins us now on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He is Bill's radio sideline reporter, Sal Capaccio. You can find him on Twitter, at Sal Sports. Sal, thanks for taking time for us. How are you handling all this? I'm sure it's it's been a whirlwind. It has. Thanks. Uh, you're, you're welcome for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a tough last you know, I guess 12 hours, whatever, uh, 18 hours, um, you know, from the emotions of last night to coming back home and then kind of reprocessing everything today, you know, in the moment as, as a reporter on the field, you know, my job is to relay information. I'm on the game broadcast and it's real time and I'm explaining what's going on in the field and I'm seeing it and I'm processing it there. But, you know, I, I get up today and, you know, I'm seeing some of the images that I didn't even see on the field last night that were on the TV that you were seeing. And I saw plenty, believe me, but you know, now I'm seeing even more so of the, some of the players that were away that I, on the other side of the field and things like that. And now it's also, I'm sitting with it more today, right? So it's, it's processing it in a different way today, but I'm also doing a lot of these things to kind of keep people informed, these radio spots around the country. And to be quite honest with you, it's helping me as well that I don't have to kind of think about this all day. Well, we thank you. And, and I was surprised when you said yes, but I'm thankful that you did. When was the part, as you're reporting on this, where you started to get more than you ordinarily would be concerned over an injury? There were a couple of times. Um, so when he fell down, you guys all saw the video, he's standing, he falls down. When that happens, generally you think head injury, neck injury, something happened. He got knocked out, right? That's generally what you think. And I've been on the sidelines for nine years. It's my job to kind of watch for those kinds of things. Guys coming off, you know, limping, something like that. He falls down immediately. I'm thinking, okay, somebody's hurt, must be head injury. Boy, he fell down hard. This isn't good. But then you see the Bengals players who were nearby calling for medical assistance right away. That's when it started to ramp up a little bit. Okay, this is more serious than normal. But you've also seen that before. And we just had a situation in Buffalo Monday night, week two, where Dane Jackson lay motionless and had a neck injury and had to be ambulanced off the field. 
And that was kind of the same thing. So you're still thinking in that regard. Then you start to see the emotion showing on players' faces. And it ramps up even more that you know that there's something going on here that's not your typical injury. Um, and you see the medical professionals working on them. Now, at one point, I saw a medical out there, and I thought to myself, boy, are they doing CPR? And I said, no, that, that, that just can't be. And I thought, no, they're probably just cutting off the face mask. That's what you do in a neck injury. Well, come to find out it was both, right? So he had CPR being performed for several minutes. They had to cut off the face mask as well. The moment that it got to the height, and, uh, the height of, okay, this is a tragic situation, this is completely like nothing I've ever seen before, was all of the Bills team, I'm talking players, coaches, staff, everyone, they went out on the field and they formed this big circle around DeMar. And you've probably seen some shots of it. They were locked in arms, hand in hand, hugging each other, but they were all shoulder to shoulder, essentially in a circle. And they had DeMar and the medical team behind them in the circle. They were facing out. And the reason they were doing that was that so none of us, no one in the stadium could see what they were doing and how they were working on him. And that told me, how awful it was. So how do you then balance your responsibility as a reporter to keep the, your, your audience as informed as it's a radio audience too. So you've got to describe everything that you are seeing while also working through what you're feeling. Yeah. In that moment, my job is much more the former than the latter, but I'm feeling it but my job is to not get caught up in the emotion as hard as that is. My job is to give the, give the audience the facts of what's happening on the field to paint that picture. Um, there, I, I think that one of the things about this situation is there was so much confusion guys, right? Like no one, no one knew what was happening next. And that's part of it. You're, you're, you're describing the medical part of it. And this is what I see. This is what I don't see. I couldn't see anything because they have all these players around, but then all of a sudden you see the tears and the emotion full, flowing out and, you know, the guys in the radio booth, they're seeing it on TV as well. They're watching their monitors, and they're, they're describing what they're seeing on the TV side, and then they're asking me what I see, and I'm telling them, look, I mean, I see Stefan Diggs crying. I see Jaquan Johnson with a, a towel on his face completely bawling, being consoled by one of his coaches, and that, that hits home. And then the part that really got emotional for me was I turn around, and at the, at the wall behind the Bills bench, I see a woman – wearing a number three bill blue bills jersey and she says oh, that's my son i need to get down to see my son oh. and it was the bar's mom and it was hard because she couldn't get down on the field and bill's staff came over and um i'm sorry guys one of the uh, security was over there for the Bengals, and um they did a really great job to make sure that she could navigate you know to where she needed to be to go be with Demar and uh be in the ambulance with him and you know him and his her and his uh dad ultimately got in the ambulance with him and that was tough and that was emotional and describing that and seeing that and um, being a part of that scene. It's just something I'm never going to forget. I know that. Sal, considering the picture that you're painting for us on what you're seeing from just even the, the, the bill sideline, did you ever think that they were going to play again? Because when I looked at the reactions of the of the Bills players, I said, there's no way these guys are in any mental frame of mind to go back out there and play. Well, I share that sentiment with you. Like I, there, I kept saying, like, there's no way. There's no possible way. But this has never happened before. They always play, right? They always go out there and play. This is unprecedented. So what's crazy is I think the team 
thought they were playing, even though they weren't ready and probably didn't want to, because it's what they do. It's what you're trained to do since you're a little kid. That something happens and you keep playing. This is football. And you, you know, you're, you're there for your brother and your teammate, and you push through it mentally and physically, and you have a neck injury, and someone goes off, and you play the next play, and you think about that person, and you got to do your job, and next man up, and you think about that. And I know Joe Buck said a couple times on TV, five-minute warm-up. I will tell you, I never heard any of that on the field. It might have been announced by the referee. I'm not saying he didn't announce it. I don't know if he did. I didn't hear anybody say five-minute warm-up. What I will tell you is players were getting ready to play as much as they didn't want to. The defense was on the field, guys. 11 players were on the field ready for a snap. They were waiting for a play to resume. Whoever told them that, I don't even know if anybody did. I think they're conditioned to do it. That's what I think happened. They're conditioned to go out there and play the next play, as awful as that sounds. Stephon Diggs was tears in his eyes, trying to get everybody together, get him up a little bit, get him to rally. He walked down to the field, and he went right up to Saran Neal. And Saran Neal was playing for Taron Johnson, who got a head injury the series before that. And he went right up to Saran Neal, who had just been completely devastated and very emotional, and he put both hands on his face on each side, and he was looking at him and telling him basically, okay, you got to get ready, you got to get ready. That's the scene I was watching because everybody thought they were going to play. That's wild. Wow. So we know what the NFL is doing or not and what they have announced. What is happening locally with, this, with how, we, how we are getting news from the hospital, how the bills are handling what, you know, usually these teams are so regimented and in such a routine yeah. and everything's completely disrupted right now. How are the bills deciding how to carry on at the moment? Well, it's a good question because, um, you know, we're trying to figure out the same thing and there's still a lot of confusion, but I will tell you, Tuesday is normally a player's off day anyway. It's not a day that I would normally be at the facility. Normally I would for practice, but that starts on Wednesday, especially after a Monday game. You know, they're going to have Tuesday off. So normally would be expected to be there today. The Bills did just release a statement about a half hour ago saying that DeMar did spend the night in intensive care and remains in critical condition at uh, UCMC in Cincinnati. But they also said due to the ongoing situation, they will not hold any media availability today. I've also noticed around the league, teams that do have media availability normally on Tuesday are generally not holding theirs. I think the Chiefs declined today out of respect for um, what's going on here. Mike Tomlin did hold his, and that's because uh, partly – because Mike Tomlin wanted to say something about DeMar Hamlin. He's known him since he was 12 years old because DeMar is from Pittsburgh. And I know Mike and DeMar have a very close relationship, and I think he wanted to make sure he said something on behalf of you know, their organization and him. Um, going forward, I'm not really sure. I will tell you this. The Bills under Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have been, especially the last few years, at the forefront of having re- being very aware and cognizant of having as much and as many resources available to the mental health side of things to their players and their staff. I would venture to say that today is one of those days where they're going to make sure that everyone has that availability if they want to come in the facility, whatever they want to do. There's going to be some people, as you guys know, everybody, everybody deals differently, compartmentalizes differently. There's probably going to be players who need to go in today, who need to go see somebody, who need to talk to somebody. There might be players who don't want to go in, don't want to see DeMar Hamlin's locker and think about him and what they witnessed last night. Um, So I'm sure that that's something that they're going through right now, but they've been very, very good about that over the last few years. That's very important to them. Sal, this was amazing, man. Uh, Thank you so much for giving of your time. And I know that 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 flight home was not fun for anybody involved, but I appreciate you telling the story and giving it to people so that they know everything possible that was going on. Um, Excellent work by you. And thanks for jumping on our show. You got it, guys. Thank you. 
Appreciate it much. That is Sal Capaccio, and that was a pretty intense 40 minutes right there of, of radio. So with that, we, that leads us up to Tim Jenkins, who can talk some X's and O's, talk some quarterbacking. and It's it, been a minute since we've talked with Tim. Yeah, it has. Well, for me, I don't know if you talked to him last week no. or not, because I, I, I don't even know. How no, we been. didn't. So, you know. Let's uh, catch up on this. Yeah, there's a lot to talk to him about. We'll do it next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.